Hey, this is Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast peeps? Let's talk about how you become a double threat or a triple threat. All right, so here's the deal. Um, you know, generally we talk about overriding principles of prosperity. I thought this episode would be cool to get into some specific skills. And this is a concept that uh, uh, Scott Adams, the guy who writes the Dilbert comic strip, is a big believer in. Tim Ferriss as well. That's actually what was got me thinking about it was uh, I was reading Tim's book, uh, which one? Tools of Titans. And he, it was a section about Adams. And he even quoted Mark Andreessen, um, who said that this concept I'm about to share with you is he sees it in all the best CEOs. Um, and then some of the specific things that I want to, skills that I want to talk to you about, a couple of them, are really high on the list for Warren Buffett. And what he looks for when he's looking at, he's thinking about investing in a company and he's looking at the talents of the, the leadership and as well as his own career, what he felt has served him so well. So uh, we're going to look at uh, three specific skill set things that I think will really uh, be valuable to you. Um, but here's the general overall concept of the, the Scott Adams and Tim and some of the other people, which is, hey, basically there's two different ways you become successful. Number one is you become the best at one specific thing. You're Serena Williams and you are the best at tennis. You're Mike Trout, you are the best at basketball, right? Uh, Michael Jordan or who, you know, those kind, LeBron James, those kind of supernatural quality uh, achievement people who are just, you know, and, and how many of them are there really of 7.7 .7 billion people or however many we have currently on the planet? Uh, how many people can really be the very best at one specific thing? That's kind of a a limiting gene pool argument. But the concept um, that we're going to talk about is how you can become very good at two or three things. And by very good, the definition means you're in the top 25% of the world in those things. And that, believe me, is a very doable thing. Now, you, that might scare you at first, because I say the top 25% of the world, you say, man, there's 7 billion people in top... No, you got to understand, if we pick whatever the specific areas that you want to concentrate in, the fact is that most of the world is mediocre in that area. Most of the world is not willing to do the work. You know, I go back to the, God, what was his name? Earl Nightingale. Um, you know, I had a, a audio cassette album from Earl Nightingale, probably in the, I don't know, late 70s or 80s. And he talked about if you studied, you know, 
30 minutes a day or one hour a day and you know for one year you know certain period of time you will become one of the preeminent experts in the world in that area um and that's really true um and to you can do that you can become in the top 25 percent at a couple of different things or three different things and that has such a cumulative effect on your value to the marketplace your value to a company that wants to hire somebody, your value to a potential partner who would want to do a startup venture with you, your value to a venture capitalist who is looking for an enterprise to invest in, um, you skyrocket to the top of the list. So when I say this episode, we're really talking about tangible, practical application on how you can make more money be more successful. I personally have found this is a very true. I'm, I'm totally in sync with Adams, Ferris, and Dreesen, and, and Warren in the sense of that's how I built my career. Uh, I'm not the best in the world at anything, right? But I have become very competent in three specific venues. And I can trace millions and you know, I've made a lot of money, right? Millions of dollars in earnings from, and literally billions of dollars in sales in terms of what I've done for my clients and, and, and retainer contract consulting people and stuff. Uh, all of that's produced because I have become in the top 25% in three different skill sets. Uh, and so let's break that down. The first, and, and here's what I think uh, of the, I'm going to give you three, two of them are in communications. Now I'm giving you three, but these are not the only three. There's a plethora of different skills that you could choose to become the top 25% in. I'm just bringing these up because these are the three that I did. These are the three that I identified early on in my career that, wow, I really need to learn this skill. Excuse me. And uh, I also identified like, wow, if I could get, if I can become effective at this particular skill, I'm gonna be able to make a lot of money. And that's how I thought, of course, early in my career. I wasn't thinking in terms of, uh, you know, general overarching prosperity. I was like, I'm poor. I hate being poor. I want to get rich. I need to make money, right? So I looked at how can I make money? And um, the first skill set that I decided to work on was marketing. And a big reason of that is because I was involved in direct selling. Um, and other reason, I just, I saw that this is kind of what make made the world go round. And I always had a fascination with human behavior. When I was 12 or 13 years old, I used to walk to the newsstand every month and buy the magazine Psychology Today. Now, how many 12-year-olds <laughs> read that kind of magazine? I mean, I just don't think there's a lot. But to me, I found it was fascinating. So then I began the study of, I looked at marketing because I was conscious of what I saw with 
commercials and a lot more direct mail in those days, right? Because this is pre-internet, so a lot of the marketing was done with mailers, sales letters, brochures that you were mailing to people. And so, uh, and I think it, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure it was uh, an offer for Psychology Today magazine, a subscription offer, I remember, if I remember correctly. And the, um, the uh, intrigue headline on the envelope was, do you close the door to the bathroom when no one is else is home, right? And um, that was has turned into one of the the, the famous case studies of marketing. Um, certain campaigns and headlines and sales letters have stood the test of time over the years, and they've been knocked off a million times. That was one of them, and and I loved that intrigue headline because it really did uh, get to the core issue of human behavior. Why do people do the things they do? And so I read Rees and Trout, the uh, whatever, inimitable, the undenom, whatever, that, the laws of marketing. There's another adjective in there, but I can't remember it at the, at the moment. But books like that, I studied the Gary Halbert newsletter for copywriting. I studied with and worked with and, and actually had developed a great friendship and working partnership with Ted Nicholas over the years, who's another brilliant copywriter. Uh, and I became a brilliant copywriter. I became a brilliant marketer. I became what could easily, anybody could argue that I was in the top 25% of the world at marketing. And then when I applied those principles to direct selling, where you know leverage sales where I was involved in uh, again you could you know obviously make the argument I was in the top 25% of the world and am still at that uh, but that was a conscious decision to learn about marketing now if you say now as an example when I say you could you can mix modalities or mix skill sets some of the the most valuable CEOs and leaders in the world have a science degree and a law degree, or they have a medical degree and an engineering degree. They have two different degrees or three different degrees, which are, to some people would seem so opposite or different or abstract, um, but the combination of them gives them extraordinary talent and insight. Um, and in my case, I didn't have the money to go to college. I had been thrown out of high school, so there were no colleges recruiting me. Nobody was gonna offer me a scholarship. So I had to create my own MBA in marketing. And I did it by reading books and going to seminars. And today it's easier than ever to do that because of the internet. So uh, marketing, to me, I became proficient at marketing and that has served me well my whole career and made me very successful. The second uh, category that I think is, and this is one of the two communication ones, is the skill of writing. This is one of the most basic foundational skills that will serve you if you're in medicine, if you're in politics, if you're in science, 
if you're in manufacturing, if you're in education, if you're in marketing, if you're in sports, if you're in anything, writing, the ability to compose your thoughts and write is one of the most lucrative skills that you will ever develop. And you don't have to be a book author. You don't have to be an English major or whatever your native tongue is. You just have to be able to convey your thoughts in a, 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 a logical, rational manner. And it doesn't have to be uh, college level uh, English professor quality. The best writing is eighth grade level conversational writing. When I'm teaching these copywriting colleges and, and training people at my boot camps and, and, and tribal event and all that, how to write amazing copy, I have everybody in those events writing copy within six hours, world-class level, meaning, and I have people, if I look at the last tribal event, we had people from Slovenia, Germany, Austria, uh, uh, was Brazil, Bulgaria, I think, um, that English was not their native tongue, yet I had them writing amazing, compelling copy in English within the uh, six-hour writing lab, copywriting lab that I do at that event. Why? Because I'm just, I give them some templates to get started is one of the little secrets. We don't have time to go into that now. But the second thing is I show them I don't want proper grammar. I want everyday eighth grade conversational language. And in my case, since I was expelled in the ninth grade, <laughs> it worked out perfect for me because that's all I know how to write. And that's why I've had 12 best-selling books now because I write in conversational manner. And I'm able to construct my thoughts and express them in the written form. And this is uh, the one of the greatest skills you can ever develop. Um, I'm trying to think, there was someone else that uh, Tim Ferriss had on his podcast recently. Uh, might have been Scott Belsky, it might have been, it could have been Reed Hoffman from LinkedIn, it could have, it was one of those, one of the tech CEOs who had founded a company, done really, really well. And uh, actually, I think it's the guy from Basecamp, the 99, the whatever, 37 Designs guy. You can Google it. But uh, anyway, they, the, whoever it was, their point was they, they run a lot of remote, they have a lot of remote employees. They don't do a bunch of meetings. They don't have a bunch of people sitting around a boardroom in a corporate headquarters somewhere that their primary communication medium is email. So when he is hiring somebody, the thing he's studying the most is their email. So in other words, they email in their resume, but he spends more time looking at their email that they, use, that they submitted with the resume than the resume, because the email shows him how well they can, that, that this candidate can express their thoughts in writing in an email form, and that's where a lot of the communication in their company is done. 
So, uh, you know, and this was the one that Warren Buffett just said, you know, man, if you, he said this about both these two communications, but he, he was particularly big on people who could express themselves with writing. Uh, and then the third skill set that I developed that has been so instrumental in my success, and I believe can be instrumental in your success, is public speaking the ability to make presentations. So it's another thing that Buffett is a, a big fan of. Um, your ability to speak. And um, this is so powerful in the sense that, like we do with writing, we're trying to take your thoughts and put them together and present them in a rational, logical way. In other words, how we can, how you can make a compelling presentation of your thoughts. You can take a point of view and make the argument why somebody should consider that point of view. So I have to tell you the, and obviously if you choose to become a professional speaker, it's an amazing profession. And I get paid ridiculous amount of money to give speeches. I'm still gobsmacked that in I'm in awe that people would pay me the amount of money they pay me to go do a 45 minute keynote speech or a, a half day workshop that they pay me more money than I used to make in two years of normal labor right why because it's a rare valuable skill and the thing you're going to notice about capitalism, the thing you're going to notice about the free enterprise uh, system, is it rewards things that are rare and valuable. And of course, you guys know my, my thoughts on how you manifest wealth is there's two things we do. Number one, we solve problems. And number two, we add value. And when you can, if you've developed the ability to write well or speak well, you have the ability to solve problems because that takes the kind of thinking process that is a problem-solving process and it certainly adds value and you don't have to be a, a famous keynote speaker you don't have to be somebody like Tony Robbins giving a presentation to two or three thousand people at the same time just the if you have the ability to put together a slide deck of some key images and then sit in a boardroom with eight other human beings and make a presentation for why a certain action should be taken, that's a very rare, valuable skill. So for me, writing, speaking, marketing, and for my advice to you, is make sure at least, so find two or three areas where you can be a double threat or a triple threat, where you can craft your, you know, hone your craft and work on your skills, develop the skill set so you could be in the top 25% of the world in that one particular area and find two or three areas where you could do that. And my strongest advice is make sure at least one of them is writing or speaking because those are the golden skills that just translate across every single business industry profession in the world they will help you in any job any business 
any relationship, any, every part of your life. So um, I actually have some really great resources for you uh, before I sign off today, because obviously these are three areas that I have devoted my adult life to and I'm very passionate about. So writing, if you want to hone your writing, I have an inexpensive product on randygage.com. It's my copywriting college. Just go to the prosperity store and search for that. It's kind of a home training course on how to write killer copy. Um, and then uh, if you're really serious and you would like to write a book, then either Google this term or search it on my blog. I actually, I am just offered, and by the way, you're, you're hearing this on Saturday, uh, if you're listening on launch day, I've just announced this. It's gonna be available for like a week and then I think it will fill up. Um, so if you're interested, you gotta move right away. And it's a one year apprentice program where I'm going to mentor you into writing a book, an extraordinary book. So if you're interested in that, go to my blog and search how to birth an extraordinary book. Because I didn't even build a website for this. I'm only taking 10 people uh, maximum. So it's just a, a cool program that I, I wanted to see if there was a demand for it and right away there was, so I'm gonna do it. So either Google or search my blog for how to birth an extraordinary book. Number two area, speaking. I actually have a program for that. Go to rgspeakerschool.com and you'll get the details. And then just overall marketing. I have a very high level four day event I do called Tribal Event. Uh, and it's not specifically just marketing, it's about how to build a tribe. It's for thought leaders, speakers, authors, coaches, consultants, things like that. You've heard me talk about it before, but of course it's slathered with all kind of marketing stuff that everybody who goes to those four days leaves as a brilliant marketer. They can't help it. So if you're interested in that, go to tribal event com and you can get all the details all right so summing it all up putting it all together become a double threat or become a triple threat find a couple of skill sets where you could be in that top 25 percent category but make sure one of them is either writing ability or public speaking ability all right i hope you'll share the podcast and rate it on itunes and Go out and have an amazing day, guys. Love you all. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity Podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.